Support for this podcast comes from the patrons at patreon.com slash FML FPL. Here we are, last part of 2019. All I can do is hope 2020 is a little bit better. Yeah, well, you know, it's probably going to be worse. Yeah, it's probably going to be worse. Do you have any New Year's FPL resolutions? I think I need to get Ozil back in soon. That's a resolution. That's a resolution for you. Do you get points uh, for like backheel flicks and shit? It's probably negative bonus points because it's like <laughs> makes something look more complicated than it yeah, could exactly. be. Exactly, everything good it's is like, pretty much negative. Like, yeah, as if you don't influence the game, your bonus points are fucking skyrocketing. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, yeah that's good. So, do you want to do? You had a shit week. Do you want to get it out of the way first? Or you want me to go? Yeah, whatever. I mean, I with the minus four, I'm on forty two, down about. I mean, I, I've just completely lost the plot. That's the bottom line. I, I end the calendar year with my by far worst game week of the season. Looking like yeah. a game week rank of around five and a half million, down yeah. around 300K places to my worst rank of the season, like somewhere 950, 960K, something like that. Like, How does that coincide with a goalkeeper clean sheet? That is perversity. Right? So that knows no ends. The first match of the game week, too. Yep. Like I just start the week with my first goalkeeper clean sheet, bringing my goalkeeper average up from like 2.1 to probably like 2.4 on the season. Like I'm flying. Yeah. And um, yeah, I mean, I, all I do all day, every day is give other people good, good picks and good advice. Yep. And then for my own team, I just do the absolute worst possible thing. Take the biggest possible red arrows up my own fucking idiot ass. <laughs> Two zero minuteers. I mean, I think everyone had like Vardy plus a lesser defender getting zero minutes probably, and then five other non-starters in my team who all subbed on for like twenty-minute one-point cameos. Yep. Um, you know, I capped Vardy, so my vice of Mo blanked. Um, yeah, I don't know. You just gotta get all of the highest owned players in the game because you get no fucking payoff ever by avoiding them and trying to go your own way. And as guests put it today, I mean, you just it's just high risk, low reward the way I play. So it's just here I am, low rewarding my life away. But the best part of the game week for me was just oh God, what's Gil- coming next? The Gilbert, uh, Freddie J. Yeah, it was just like I didn't even know he came on because his points oh, yeah, were baby. just instantly zero. Yeah. Like he subs on and it just two goals conceded in like eight minutes. Three and minutes? I just yeah. zero. And I was like, wait, he subbed on? Wait, what's happening? I'm just like, oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. Down up a man. Bring on Gilbert. Concede two goals instantly. Good. Absolutely. Just what I'm looking for there. So yeah, I don't know. My team's garbage. I'm garbage. The only good thing I did. This game week was as soon as I transferred Tammy and Pulisic out, I immediately bet the over on Chelsea goals, which obviously came in. So, you know, Tammy giveth and Tammy taketh away. So, units are good. FPL's bad. I'm bad. Everything's bad. Liverpool, okay. they're good. Not bad. Yeah, not bad. Not they're bad. fucking not bad. good. Yeah. 
Okay. I All don't right. know. I don't think there's anything else to say on my team. That's basically it. Okay. Yep. Yeah, I mean, the other thing, too, just looking at your team, I mean, you took the hit, but I mean, it is not full of like really rogue picks. It's just like you, it seems like the, I mean, you obviously don't have Trent, which hurt again in last week, but other than that, I mean, it's kind of been like an issue of timing, I think. I feel like more or less for you so far. The last, maybe like the last yeah. handful of game game weeks. Yeah, I mean, it depends how you like. Ings is a good example of like he's not, he's technically not that highly owned in the game. He's sixteen and a half percent, but I feel like I don't have it open in front of me. I feel like amongst active players, top ten K, that kind of shit, he's probably yeah, like, like thirty percent or, or some no, shit. No, no, not fifty. Yeah, no, I, mean, I take your point. And Rashford's twenty eight percent owned. It's not that high, but again, like, yeah, he's yeah, probably well, I mean, absurdly he's, high. Tammy's yeah. absurdly high. Yeah, I mean, bad picks being absurdly high is usually good to stay away from, but not this yeah. week. I mean, Mane, I, you know, I have Mo yeah, over Mane. Mane. I even yeah. said on the pod, my gut is Mane. But Mo makes me so happy, so I go Mo. Yeah, minus fucking what was that? Twenty points for you? Oh yeah, yeah, easy. Yeah, so you have the cap cap come in with that. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yep. Here we yeah. are. Here we are. Here we are. We have a lot to uh, get into this week. I think. I hope not. I I have nothing prepared this pod. Okay. Least prepared cool. pod of the season. I just like couldn't I couldn't handle it. Went okay, straight cool, from the cool. game week to go feeding my friend's cat who's away who threw up on their bed and I was just like, I'm not cleaning this and I just fed the cat, changed the water, got out of there. You should have like gotten uh, written down in Braille, like fucking die, like your neighbor, but something the cat could understand. Yeah, what a, I don't know what language the cat's... I need a Dr. Doolittle remake with uh, Robert Downey Jr. to come in and say <laughs> fucking die. <laughs> <laughs> it's just bad, dude. It's all bad. My dad is texting know, me dude. about my team. Yeah. My mom is yeah, texting well, me about yeah. my team. My mom's like, "Hope you have De Bruyne on fantasy." I'm like, "Yes, mom. Thank you, mom. Great advice." She she told me I should just go full Costanza and just everything I think is wrong I should do because it's probably right. Just full opposite Seinfeld. So maybe I'll try that. Okay. Well, that could be your New Year thing. I will see. We'll see. All right, brother. What about um, you? So I got I finished up on sixty two. Um I had Coon Cap came in for me this this morning and then I mean I had like Kevin and Tony's been really good for me the last couple Real good. and yeah. Uh Trent Trent came in and that was my team. I mean I got you know, I actually got eleven out. I, I mean I don't know how eleven it is when I have three one pointers in the team. I guess a lot of people are in that boat. Um yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's fucking whatever. I had a little you, green you, arrow. You but got the Neil Neil transfer in instant return. That's pretty yeah, good. Yeah, but that was also very bittersweet after watching DCL brace. Yeah, you know? yeah. Because we tough. were, you know, we were kind of on that knife edge. And I mean, if all things were similar, like I do feel like that knowing Neil was playing. Yes, yeah, for this game week was yeah. really with sway, and you know. So, I mean, what are you going to do there? Maybe Neil home chill. I mean, whatever. I'll figure that shit out. Maybe DCL doesn't start the next one. You know, it's all yeah. It's it's we'll all see. a bit of a fuck. We'll, yeah, we'll see. But Neil Neil looked okay. I mean, his stats weren't that good. I, I don't know about Neil. The shots I, I kind of were yeah, bad. They were out of like, the box and bad. Yeah, it was weird. It was like. It was also that, his that first match was, of the season. That match was so weird, like front to back. Like it was. 
it was all like pretty good attacking play back and forth, and then none of the good attacking play leading to good chances. Yeah, I mean, fucking Rico almost got an assist. I fucking hate him so much, dude. I I feel like I got, I had a week, the game week where he was banned, and I just got to start him and know he was going to not affect my life. Like for some reason, like gave me like a fresh outlook because I was talking about starting for like two months. Yeah, you hate him so much, I yeah. hate him so much. I'm like, oh, back right back into the one point thing. I'm like, holy shit, I still have Rico. Like, what yeah. am I doing? Yeah. But I think you know this game week. Yeah. So okay. So that's fucking whatever. We're fine. This everything's fine. But I mean, the, I think the main thing that was so frustrating this game week was just like. Picks who are in a lot of teams who just don't look good coming out with points, right? Yeah, I mean that's the story of the fucking season. I feel like it's. I feel like getting more and more crystallized, like now. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, yeah. I, I have nothing to say. Do, I've been do moaning the about it. Moaning. Yeah, the yeah. housekeeping. And well, I'm actually gonna not do asking because it's the last week. I'm, I want to be. Certain correct who right. wins the it's mug updating. because okay. I fucked that up multiple times before. So we'll just announce the mug winner on next pod. I think. All right, that's a very good learning from past. Yeah, and I, I guess speaking of that, next pod will be Monday, like a week from tomorrow. Monday, just like, just like back to normal schedule, right? Are there um, cup games next weekend? Uh, Is that why there's a long break or? No, I don't think so. I think they just love doing like New Year's Day fixtures and then it's okay. just back to normal schedule, I think. So it's just the weekend off, so they're just giving them a little break there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, after yeah, everyone think... plays fucking 9,000 games in five days, it's so stupid. Yeah, maybe Sunday, Monday, Sunday. Yeah, we'll yeah, somewhere around yeah. there. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that sounds good. Okay. So moving on, well, continue what you were talking about. Well, I think it's just like like Tammy and Rashford were just really that those two things sent me and Ings. I mean, Ings. I watched that whole game, and we were parked to absolute fuckland from the first kickoff, like for the entire ninety minutes, and. Ings' stats looked okay. Yes, just in a vacuum, but watching. Where he was shooting from, he didn't have a chance. Like outside of the Kelly assist, like he just was not near points, and they didn't create any chances really outside of the outside of the chance that Kelly created. Like they had little bits and bobs, like where XGs are going to go up. But like we always had like seventy five guys behind the ball, so it was always getting blocked. Like I mean, I think it maybe the XGs a little bit. You know, I'm not sure how indicative it is of what the game actually was like. And we, you know, we were really solid defensively, but like, yeah, Ings, you know, he's a good pick because he's cheap and, and you know, he shoots home a palace, fucking lot. Yeah, he shoots a lot. Like he gets the ball, he's just shoot on sight pretty much always. But I mean, home palace is obviously. I mean, playing okay, palace is like a top five defense in the division. Period. Every this is why we are touting palace defense, right? We go to anywhere, or even people come to visit us. We set up with like three DMs and we're parked right. the whole game. Yeah, I, mean, I feel like it's like do. a top five fantasy defense, not a fantasy top five defense. IRL defense. No, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. fantasy defense. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, another game where we concede one. I mean, we have four fucking straight games right now where we've conceded one goal, which is obviously infuriating from fantasy perspective. I mean, we had three cleans before that, but you know, 
Yeah. If you have defenders on teams like in their last seven have conceded four goals, you know, that's where you want to be. But I mean, the Kelly pass is just the most, especially like for me watching the game, I'm like, wow, we're going to smash and grab three here when we've, we also are just not creating anything. You know, we were kind of as usual going for the nil nil, like maybe one nil. And we, you know, we looked like we were in control of the game the whole time. And then, you know, Kelly assists and I'm just like sitting there just, Gobsmacked, like it's just yeah. dumbfounding. And then, like you know, and then I mean, I'm seeing like people captain dings. I'm just like, what? Yeah, yeah. Like I can't. People, did, yeah. people do. I just like, what are you watching? Thinking that that's the captainable f- player this week, and then like he gets away with how many of these goals does he score that are assisted by the other team? Like half of them. It's just with him too. It's like he just keeps getting away with that, and it's. He his pace is it's like he's like doubled the pace that he should be on. I feel like Ings. Like I feel like he should be more of like a one and three or a one and two, like a fifteen goal. If he plays three thousand minutes, I feel like he should be more in like the fifteen goal on the season region. And like he's wildly outpacing that. But well, I mean, I'm just going off on Ings. I wasn't even prepared to talk about it. <laughs> I was going to talk about Tammy and Rash because I think that they're both actually like really bad FPL picks. Whereas I think Ings is like perfectly right, defensible, right, right. mainly because of his price, but. Did you have anything on Ings? Not really. It's just you see the benefit of like guys on bad teams. I mean, Kane got the same treatment, right? Kane scores his pen and gets two bones instantly because Spurs were basically shit, all of the Spurs players. So the goal just propels him, and Ings is like the same. Like both and teams Kuhn were both teams were bad. Today. No one got any like baseline bones at all. Number yeah. one was Hoiberg with twenty four. And then Ings gets a goal and he just instantly volts to Max Bones. It's just crazy. Yeah. But I mean, at least he's playing striker and is cheap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of reasons for Ings. But, you know, with. With Tammy, he's similarly, like, pretty cheap. And, you know, you get it, like, on Chelsea or whatever. But he's off the back of four blanks and Chelsea have looked bad. And it's not, like, his fault that they were. Being played completely off the pitch today, it was the manager and the midfield's fault. But like the fact that he runs out of that game with seven points is just so infuriating. I mean, the goal was well taken, but it's just he's a bad pit. Like Rashford still playing reverse out of position. It's the same kind of thing where it's in act. It was the actual the final whistle blew after the kickoff after he scores, and it's like we're watching that game. Yep. And, you know, Burnley start to come out a little. And you said, like, five minutes before, is like the chances are more likely that United's going to hit on the counter than, like, Burnley equalizes. They score on their fucking corner free kick from, like, 40 yards away. Yeah. But, I mean, Rashford, I mean, Tammy was invisible. I mean, it wasn't, I didn't really fault him at all. I think he did what he could. Like, he he was good when the ball came to him, like, in his holdup and stuff. He just, right. they were just getting completely dominated. Yeah, it's basically but, what I said, like, yeah. on last pod. It's like, I still think he's really good, and I still think Pulisic's really good. I just, Chelsea are just fucked up right now, and Frank yeah. keeps doing really dumb shit. Yeah, and, I mean, Rashford was... I think, you know, one of the worst players on the team. I'm certainly not going to say the pitch. I mean, Phil Bardsley's on the pitch, et cetera. But I mean, <laughs> Rashford was fucking dominated, by the way. Oh I don't know what happened God. with Burnley that game. Yeah, they United were so played bad, but, really well, yeah. Yeah, but Rashford was awful. Like, I thought that he had an absolutely disgusting 90 minute performance. Like, he was just, and he's still playing with a set of pitchers. Just like the fact that he comes out of that with, 
the fucking nine point like the goal in Max Bones after being actively <laughs> bad the whole game. Yeah. And I'm like sitting there watching and he does it with the last kick and it's just oh my god. It's just and yeah. people aren't like I mean, and that's other things like are people watching being like, wow, that was so fucking lucky? Like I'm so I feel so lucky that this happened, or are they like Rash is a great pick, he keeps doing it. Well it depends, it's like, it depends who you talk to there. You yeah, know, I there's guess a lot that. of like reasonable people and there's a lot of not reasonable yeah. people. And then like yeah, I guess. the it's thing just, that bothers me when you compare the Rash Max Bones to like Kane or Ings or whatever is like United had a lot of good performers on the day. You know, like yeah. Pereira was really good. Martial was really good. I thought Maguire was good. Brandon Williams was really good. Williams like, was great. Really good. Like all yeah. of these guys on a clean sheet, et cetera, like they should be, that should be locked in Max Bones, you know? And, you know, just the way the game works, it just doesn't fucking matter. You can just, you can just shoot from 40 yards all day as long as all of your shots are blocked. And hitting the post, by the way, is, Bad and and bonus. It's a missed shot. It's a shot off target. You can just do that all day, every day, and not I think, not I mean, get yeah, I mean, docked I think he for did. it. Yeah, I mean, I think he did hit the frame once. He did. That, that that's why I brought yeah. it up. It's a, that's the only like negative thing he did all game, as far as yeah. bones are concerned. That's yeah. not a good yeah, thing. Yeah. yeah. And then he just scores a goal that doesn't affect the match at all. Like if James just ran that ball straight out of bounds, the the whistle still blows immediately. It's just like fucking. So, yeah. so and frustrating. I mean, I, I mean, it's obviously like s- salty and like you know with oh. Rashford too. I mean, I bought him after he went on that and like you know he was just scoring for fun and obviously I hold him for two blanks and then I get rid of him because I realize that he's playing reverse out of position and he's nine million. I'm like, what am I doing? This is anathema, right? Right. And then he comes in with goal, goal, and two. I'm just like, what? And and he looks horrible. He still looks horrible. Like he looks the same to me every fucking game. The last two that he did against Everton and Watford when he went up ninety ninety two two point two right so it's it's just that that's like it's just and you know it's it's just tilting and you know we have a pod so we can talk about whatever the fuck we want so if you're sitting there with Rashford like smug like oh no he was good like all right that's fine but yeah fuck you also yeah I just don't that's like kind of what I was saying when I was talking about my team it's just like it's high risk low reward like I'm just I'm seeing these guys that I still think are bad picks and I'm going for other guys and it's just I just get nothing from it. You know, I just there's just no I don't rise, I only fall. <laughs> so yeah, like, but I think there's a I mean there's a difference I mean with like differentials or getting the guys with the ownership or like I mean there's a difference when the players have the ownership and we like them as picks. So I mean we're backing Ourselves basically, and what we're seeing and how we're analyzing player and team performances to indicate that there's going to be a drop off. I mean, like Tammy's goal, it was a very obviously Arsenal, once they kind of were going for it and they were susceptible, I mean, they still had, then, I mean, you look, you turn around, you see like Mustafi like backpedaling on the counter. Like, <laughs> that that <laughs> you know like expected goal of just that action <laughs> yeah. should just be like 900. <laughs> just like, oh, yeah. Mustafi's backpedaling, yeah. Williams running. It's like, oh, this is done. But, you know, he did come off like four twos and we were talking about, you know, they look fucking bad and they were fucking Horrible against they Arsenal. Were so fucking bad. They were 
worse maybe than some of the performances that they actually got zero points in, you know, in the previous losses. Oh, yeah, I, yeah. It was it was impressive how bad they were, and you know, so that's the kind of thing, right? I mean, the seven was unfortunate for us, especially you. You just fucking got rid of him, but he was well on his way to a blank there, and you know, we're still kind of backing like fat Frank as maybe losing the plot a little bit and not getting performances out of the team. So the funny I mean, thing is if thing. he didn't set the lineup completely wrong, which obviously that's not even like a subjective take. Like he made the subs because he got it completely wrong and changed the system. If he, he subbed the fullback on the tenth minute of the yeah, game. Yeah. If he didn't yeah. get the lineup completely wrong, he probably subs Sammy subs Tammy on like seventy five or something and then like that never that's happens. Possible. And I'm like, yeah, that's Great. possible. So. I mean the Jorginho, we don't whatever. I don't really want to relive that this Ugh. experience of what that game was like watching. Yeah, today much, was but, just too much, man. Yeah, but like with Rashford, it's it's the same kind of thing where like yes, he's going to have a lot of routes to points. I mean, being on pens gives him that extra thing, and you know, half of his goals are pens. Like that's that's just the way that life is. And so, I mean, if you believe that you know that he's going to keep getting some more, I mean, they obviously won't get zero, but you know. At his price, he United look like capable, but he looks bad. So I mean, we're we're banking that the player playing reverse out of position is not going to keep going on basically a return a game. I mean, he has seventeen returns through twenty game weeks. Like yeah. we're seeing him as way way overperforming, you know, where he should be. Whereas we see like Martial completely differently, right? I mean, he's a bit cheaper. He's you know he's going up a little bit in price. He's seven eight, but. You watch the United game, and the player who is in and around every fucking single thing is the center forward, Martial, yep. not Rashford. Yep. And I mean, he could have had a hat on another day. He's obviously a little profligate, and the goal was also a little bit lucky. But I mean, he, it seemed like he was trying hard not to get more than one return on the game. It was kind of a strange one. Same but. with the match before, where he got the brace. Like he definitely could have had it. Yeah, and. You know, that's the kind of thing, I mean, why we've been taught, like why I held Martial and I got a Rashford, right? I mean, these are the kind of things. So, I mean, we have been coming up, I feel like calling heads and getting tails a lot, but I still think that we need to back our, our shouts, you know? Yeah. All right. Like, I don't think just saying, oh, no, well, Rashford keeps, like, I did that with Rashford. And then after having him for two weeks, I was like, oh, my God. You know, yeah, and he's been doing it, and it's been so frustrating. I was that was like basically like that was a Costanza moment for me. Like I don't like I said, you know, when I got a couple pods ago, right? Like I don't like the player, never have, and he's you know, and I just got him because he just kept doing it. And then after two games, I'm just like, this is a bad pick. And right. I, you know, I, I right. corrected it by not getting 15 points the next two games, but that's my my own thing. But I don't know. Yeah. Basically, I think it's still like a back yourself situation, and I think you know it's still useful for us to keep like looking at it through that lens where you know the the results based like is not always the marker for the future points, and it feels like same thing today with Mane versus Mo, right? I mean, Mane did jack fucking shit the entire game except for the goal. <laughs> yeah, the and goal Mo chance, really. got five million. I mean, he was the he was touching or right next to everything that they were doing for the whole game, fucking everything up. I, I felt mean, like in the does, first fifteen minutes he could have had like two goals and an assist. Yeah, like, but you know that's the same kind. And then you know sitting here right is like okay, well it doesn't feel good that we're sitting here with the player that got three points and not the one that got eleven. 
But after watching that game, I'm not, I can't envision, you know, or concoct a good argument of like why Mane will keep or will get more points than Mo if that's the perform, like if the performances are similar, right? Right, right, right. So, I mean, it's that's the kind of, I mean, and that's the game, right? It's a small sample size, there's a lot of variance, and, you know, it's just, and obviously a lot of luck, and. Yep. All right, you're 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 fucking. I'm. I don't know what I'm doing right you're now. You're doing great. I I just have nothing to add. I'm just too dark in this moment. I don't know. One thing that I was thinking about that is maybe interesting. I don't know. Probably not. Is like I was talking to Derek and Guest about about DCL, who like obviously we both were like backing big time on the last spot. He comes in with a brace and. I was just thinking about like I almost wish I had it written down our preseason pods and stuff where we spent so much time agonizing over our game week one teams and we usually hit a bunch of picks pretty well. Yeah. And I I mentioned this like casually off to the side on the last pod, but like I don't think it's insignificant that someone like DCL we really liked in the summer. He was in my team for. Yeah, same. Three weeks or something yep. before they bought Keen. Yep. And I don't know. It's just interesting to think like our summer evaluation is for the season. And therefore, we shouldn't just throw those out once the season starts because they like start slowly or lose their place or something like that. And honestly, it's similar with like Liverpool defense, which is maybe a better example because everyone is sort of on that page, right? It's like they start off looking bad and Allison, they were bad in preseason, then Allison gets hurt. They can't keep it clean for their lives. And now it's like five straight cleans and everyone's instantly jumping right back on them. And they should because that lines up with where we thought they would be in the preseason. It just like took a long time to get their shit together. You know what I yeah. mean? No, I I do, and I mean I think that we are me and you specifically are good at that. Like I think that oh, we yeah. don't. I mean, we I obviously have players I hate. You do as well, who, which is a blind spot for me. Obviously, that is the case. But when there are players that we like and they don't have the right kind of environment around them at game week one, right? With DCLs, like we were not quick to. We were quick to like get back on Mo because he had a couple good games and he looked fit yeah. again. Or like we're quick to like I mean I'm thinking about getting in a Liverpool defender like immediately to double up again. And you know that is very important to remember what we saw in the summer and when some of the conditions change like with DCL and 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 being willing to go back and to remember that and maybe that should be something that's more important. I mean, yeah, I really think it should be. It's like. I'm thinking, well, how would you? Sorry, wait, how would you negotiate that? Like, if we talked about this before, we were looking at Neil versus DCL, like an unknown who we didn't really have any data on. Yeah, like would would you have been like like? But and then we get the data of the, you know the first eighteen games of the season. Yeah, I feel like if we like listened back to our own pod in that moment and just our own thoughts on DCL and why he's a good pick, I feel like we could have. Been in a position to convince ourselves to to get DCL. Like, I think that's possible. And that's basically what I'm talking about, where it's like, yeah. Yeah. Just these, I mean, it, 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 for me, reflects in futures bets. Like, I'm so good at futures bets and I burn units on fire like every weekend just for fun, basically. (laughs) But like, you know, Derek, for example, starts the season with Vardy and Ings because he's all about the things we're saying about Vardy and Ings and he's with us. You know, stride for stride on our evaluation on Leicester and, and Ings on Southampton and what they could do and Ralph and all that shit. It starts off a disaster. 
You know, like Leicester have the tough fixtures, Vardy's not doing shit. Ings and Southampton are just an absolute disaster for an extremely long time. And then when it comes time for them, like, oh, Ings is starting to score goals and Southampton are turning a corner. Or, you know, for Vardy, it happened a long time ago, but a game week six or seven or eight or whatever it was where, like, oh, Leicester are about to have this good run and they still look good and they're still, like, top six. It's like we need to – we need – reminders at that at those exact moments to be like oh shit we really really like these guys at their price and their situation and their manager and their role you know 2 months ago all right so let's for next season let's mark this yeah, what, I, I mean cuz I, I agree it's like we but I mean, like I'm thinking of where we normally come in on game week one is like for every like Jota like last season, who this is a case in point of that as well, right? Where we both had him in our game week one team when no right. not many players had him, and then we fucked him off, and then he was just finished the season on fucking fire, like, and that could have been a time to be like, whoa, wait a minute, remember game week one? Like this is happening now, like it's time to buy, right? Like this year, we both had like Soy. He was under one percent owned in game week one teams, and we both had him. And he's like now, like you know, he's kind of one of the most popular players. Like, but the players that we have, like on those short lists, like game week one, we should just each for each position just write the names down and just keep that as like a reference throughout the season. Yeah, yeah. And, the preseason pods it. feel like they only have value when it's pre game week one, but it's the preseason true. pods yeah. are actually season long evaluations. And therefore, they should be brought back up when situations change or something like that. You know, and yeah, like I, I, just look yeah, at my season one, look at my game week one team right now. Like we both had Dean, like or I had Dean. I think you had Dean or Coleman. Like that was an automatic pick, right? Going in the summer, that was like Dean most nailed pick ever. He started the season with a six and eleven, and then Everton have been like basically horrible <laughs> until now. And it's like okay, well, looking at that, like. Sure, they have City this week, so maybe it's not time. But like, we should probably back ourselves and just go straight back to Dean because if they're going to keep some clean sheets and he's still creating chances and the main outlet and the main progressor, then like, we should match our preseason evaluation with what's happening, and it's probably good. Yeah, no, I, I like that. I like that idea a lot. Thanks, bro. Even I did. Ban- I did something good. Even though Bands is probably going to just like rotate with him now. Who the fuck knows? Bands on pens. Yeah, the Hobbit. You can't keep the Hobbit out. He's just too much of a character, <laughs> dude. Carlo, you gotta love Carlo. Yeah, of course. He's just great. I, there was a really good athletic article about him. It was like talking about his like kid and his like brother and his fucking uncle or his cousin. Like all of these people on his staff are just like his like family, actual blood oh relatives. God. And he just like delegates and like doesn't do the warm ups and just like comes out like in a suit, like doesn't give a fuck. Oh my just, god, like, it's so funny. Loved he it. also has like fat dog cheeks. Yeah. It just droop like he's well so well below his jawline. He just doesn't he's give so a fuck. Cute. He's yeah, just so he's cute, an adorable man. Um, um do, any other specific things you want to talk about or should we just bang out some questions? Yeah, well I mean you mentioned Everton, like I think we should definitely spend some time there. I mean I guess the other th- other than this kind of like depressive kind of looking at more macro level like strategy level points that we're doing right now. Um I think it's also the game week coming off of, you know, a day off or whatever is also, you know, not a game week that you can read too much into like the player selection with the rotation, you know, like yeah, we saw definitely. so we saw so much rotation. So, you know, 
just because like Pereira's dropped or Chilwell's dropped doesn't mean like oh shit like they're bad you know just to just Definitely. to remember that I'm sure like our listeners who are like insane listening to us fucking talk about this shit for two hours a week know that but just to reiterate it you know yeah, I mean, yeah absolutely. you can still you can still take you know bits and bobs from the performances of the teams or the players that, that did play but just to remember that meanwhile right? you lose to a guy in the cup who dropped seventy eight. Jesus yeah, Christ! Well, I mean, come on, dude. He captain Kevin and had like. So this is the cup. This is this was the thing of the cup that I loved. So the guy I'm playing in the cup this week, his name is Set Pieces FC, which is and his actual FPL name is Rafa Benitez. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what flag I, is that? He's a city fan from I think Malaysia. 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 Yeah. He rolls in his lineup this week. He outmanaged me. I'm going to just begin by saying that. His bench order this week was Dendonker, Lundstrom, Dunk last. And he gets Dunk <laughs> off the bench for eight. He puts home Bournemouth Dunk behind Away City Lundstrom. A reverse out of position player who's playing against uh, Liverpool away. And a defender who is at City. And he cuts him off the bench. Like, you gotta, you know, when, when you have that kind of like next level, you, what am I going to do? You know, I just, I, I didn't have a chance. Yeah, didn't you're have a back, chance. backed into a corner there, no right. chance. Didn't, didn't have a chance. So, you know, that was it. That was it. It was fun. It was fun while it lasted. Yeah. I hope he's a listener. Good job by him. Yeah, good job by you, Rafa, wherever you are. Yeah, I mean, next game week, that's really going to be... Like, this game week is is like almost a throwaway. And I'm not just saying that because I dropped 300,000 places. It's just like, we've learned very, very little, I think, this game week. Mm, I don't know. I feel like I got a lot of... A lot. I mean, I think we, we got... I mean, we got a lot out of Arsenal... Yeah, but are I, any of them FPL picks? I don't know about no, that. No, but I, I think it, it's helpful in viewing how we see the teams that are playing them upcoming. Right. They're and not an easy picture. No, they're yeah. good. I mean, they are good. They look good. And I think it just re, it like consolidated very much that I am don't want anything to do with Chelsea players, and I'm not going to be looking yep. there for a while. I agree, yep. And I think it gave us a little bit more lease of life with Everton that they look like they're going to be just very capable and competent and probably picking up like maybe like points at like a 1.7 per game kind of rate, like should be winning a lot of games. Yeah. Even though they have some tough fixtures, but like the next few look like exploitable. And DCL looks like he's, you know, he's doing a lot. So I mean, I think we got something there. And then I mean, Wofford too. I mean, three nil. Villa. Yeah. I mean, Villa are all sorts, obviously, but I mean, Wofford. They just are well organized, and Pearson's really just simplified things. Like he's just playing the same team, which you know how we talk about that all the time. Of like yep. that's like a thing that we like a lot when the manager's picking the same team, so the players fucking know what the hell's happening, and and they're all cheap, and you know they beat a 
fucking dad they were down to 10 men they fucking destroyed villa three <laughs> i mean how <laughs> good was that when target was sitting on the ground with his pulled hammy and Deanie's just like pointing for the through ball you saw that right <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah that was unbelievable was they good. ask him after and he's just like we're in a fucking relegation scrap like i don't yeah. give a shit you gotta win i'm like yes dude yeah. target target's first phone call after the game is to fucking danny james to be like hey bro like remind me again when i fake injury like you do you just hold your head hold your, your ear head. Like, which which part of your body? Which part of your head do you do you fake hold to get the ref to notice fastest? Can you please please yeah, let me in? on That, that literally would have saved a goal. Yep. So I mean, I think we got a little little bits there. Okay. Yeah, I like. And I I'm like all, all those dude, points. The, Sar, the dude. other how long yeah, until Sar, Sar I mean, comes in? I don't. I don't know. He's so I, I don't good, know. dude. He's so good. I, the thing with Sar is like he's so, he's just so raw. Like oh my god, yeah. He. I feel like you get away with it kind of when he finishes something because it looks like he's just like all limbs, like gets in the positions, but he's just gonna like wildly flail. And, usually and he gets, fuck he gets up. in the good positions, which we know from like fireside XG chats that like that's the best repeatable thing you could do. You know, it's right, like, right, just exactly. keep getting right. on the end of shit and you'll keep right. scoring shit. That's good. Right, right. And yeah, I mean, Sar. Yeah, he could come in soon. We'll see. I mean, Dini came in with a brace, and he he honestly did look like old, like he's yeah, he Deaning again. Yeah. He maybe he just needed those few games. I mean, he hasn't played all year. Maybe he, that was kind of like a preseason. I, yeah, those I think first he few was games. just frothing at the mouth on the sideline <laughs> when they were just losing every game. Every game, like, yeah. And, I mean, Pearson like. Is like PJ Carlissimo. Like he gets in trouble for like <laughs> kill, like killing players or like getting. They're the opposite of PJ. Not not the victim. He's like the perpetrator. Right. And like Dini is like if you know a perpetrator, like they know each other. I feel like they're like fucking brothers. <laughs> so maybe like Dini's gonna just be great now. I wouldn't be surprised at all oh if Dini just goes on a run. But yeah, I mean, so basically, yeah. And I also it was the second team in a in a row that that. Pep put Bilv in midfield, which I'm very into. And Mares in, yeah. Yeah, Mares played again. I mean, Mares was kind of bad until the last 15 minutes of the game. He was kind of bad until he was really good. Really good, yeah. And then it was like, oh, okay, that's why he plays. Yeah, exactly. You know, that's that's who he is again. I mean, yeah, I mean, Mares is getting a run. And Bilv in midfield, he didn't play that well today for my eye. I mean, granted, yeah, he I did agree. play 90 against Wolves, against, you know, down yeah, a man. He so he had, yeah. yeah, he got subbed. But, and so, I mean, I think you take that with a grain of salt a little bit, like how he looked. But, I mean, we've been talking about he's bad on that right wing up top, period. And, you know, he, we want to see him in midfield. And, you know, he, when he's in midfield with, with Kevin and then they have, they have the three, three attackers with like Mars, Raz, and, and Kuhn up top. I mean, that's like very difficult to deal with. And yeah. I mean, so you, I feel you like watch today and you're like, Kev is just like, I, immediately I was just like, fuck, I wish I captain Kev before any returns. It's just like, oh my God. Yeah. I mean, he's just pushing up so far forward. I mean, yeah. they were really bad in the first half and, you know, he did take that goal nicely and, you know, he yeah. had the assist was like a little bit, luck- I mean, he was like a little bit lucky from the ref. to get the points. <laughs> yeah. But, but no, I, I take your point. I mean, he was pushing up forward and, I mean, Sterling went back to looking exactly how he looks every fucking week. Yes. Yeah. So. Fucking bad. Yeah, I was. If he scored a goal or something today, I would have lost my mind. Oh, yeah, I mean, he didn't come close to scoring. No, I know, so. but he usually doesn't. And yeah, yeah, like yeah. he fucking he still red cards to Bravo yeah. and he braces or something. But it was a yeah. I mean, the XG in that game was like Sheffield 
won the XG, which is I feel like I've almost never seen that ever with the city side. It's and I don't kind of think I don't think Sheffield United had a shot on target until about like the seventy fifth or eightieth minute, right? And, and, they, they, and I mean, they had the this XG, disallowed yeah. goal too. The disallowed goal, yeah. I mean the the sharp the Billy sharp at the end was like, how did it hit all? I have the no sides idea. I'm not going. Go. I don't know. But. And yeah, I mean we also saw from that team sheet today Diaz play, right? I mean. Not Diaz. Or Garcia, uh, Garcia, Garcia. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. I mean, he's 4-5, and I didn't really notice him make mistakes. I wasn't looking that closely. I was kind of half an eye on the game to be I didn't to be either, fair to it, but, but I think Stones and Laporte concede. are kind of close-ish. Yeah. So I, I just mean, don't know if he'll get a yeah. run. I don't, I don't yeah. expect him to. Yeah, that that's fair, but you know, who knows? Maybe Stones suffered a setback and he's out for three months. Like that could be the that's case. That's normal. That's pretty normal. That's normal for him. Yeah. And I mean, Ottomendi's. If Ottomendi played, they probably would have lost today. So, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Four or five. Yeah, I think the city cities. Yeah, I don't know. I th- so I, in short, I guess I I did feel like I I got some pretty nice pieces of information. We also have another new manager joining the joining the ranks, uh, welcoming an old friend back, David Moyes. Unbelievable. Unfucking believable that the Dildo Brothers are going back to that well. <laughs> it's out of control. Yeah, it's uh... it's out of control. I feel so bad for anyone who's a West Ham supporter. I don't know yeah. how. Yeah, like that would be like we fire Roy tomorrow and bring like fucking Frank DeBoer, DeBoer. back. Or like yeah, Ian that's it. It's like let's get or Pardew. It's like let's get back someone who was. Horrible for us, and we were horrible. And for, everyone like, hated. Yeah, and everyone—it's like, come back, come on back. It's just so insane. And they just needed to change like something, and they just literally couldn't think of anything. They couldn't think of a single like better idea. Well, they can't fire the squad. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, you can't. <laughs> you can't do that. Unfortunately. Yeah. All right, maybe just maybe some questions and. I don't okay. Um, all right, so Al on Slack with a just continuing on the West Ham trend. Is it time to get Fabianski? He seems better than any other keeper at that price. God, we talk about keepers every is that fucking ser- week. Is that a serious question or was that a, like a bait? I think that's a serious question. Oh, um, no. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Why the fuck would anyone want Fabianski? <laughs> what am I? What are we at? What's happening here? Yeah, I mean. He'll get you save points. He's not going to save a pen every week, though, so it's pretty bad. No, I mean, no. I am like so not thinking that with Moyes. Like they're just going to be bad. He's. I don't think he's a really bad pick, but I'm also not using a transfer to get any of the guys that are owned by everyone to Fabianski. Yeah, I mean, like Foster's better. I mean, the team is performing well. Yeah, I mean, so. Fab is like a save machine. We know this. He's going to be a solid, like, three and a half points per game keeper or something just from saves. But, but he's yeah, the same I mean, price as every other one. Yeah, that's the thing. I'd rather yeah. have Guaita, Hendo, it's, yeah, et cetera. So. Yeah, okay. Um, oh, well, they have the double game week, though, actually. Oh, that is pretty nice, actually. Oh, so maybe that's the thing. That's what we're doing here. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah, I really don't All think right. he's that bad a pick, but who's All using right. a transfer a on keeper more. right now? Like, that's people what I don't Pope, understand. I don't, yeah, I don't. I don't know. People are on wild card. Yeah, I guess if you have Bravo for one week, you just bring him go straight to Fabianski. 
PJC on Slack. What do you think about Maguire or Juan B? If not, what other four five to five five defenders do you like for the next five game weeks to replace Tamori? Well, I mean, five in a row is a lot, but I mean, I guess just players in that bracket. What do you? What do you? I mean, seeing? like first, let's just t- tackle the United thing because they keep putting up the underlying really good defensive numbers, but this sure. is their first clean since fucking like game week five, October. So I just don't know what to make of it. I mean, my my brother's team had Maguire for a while because he keeps getting his head on corners and free kicks, but he hasn't scored yet. And I just don't know what oh to make God. of it. Game week five. Yeah, actually game week five. <laughs> the goals conceded. No, tally is just like, it looks like it's fucking like Ings scoring goals. It's just insane. Like, So I don't know what to make of it. Like, It feels like a lot of it is just bad luck because they're underperforming their numbers by such an extreme amount. But at the same time, I like sort of expect... <laughs> Uh, De Gea to make howlers all the time. I expect like you know Juan B to dive in like a psychopath can see a pen. I expect Lindelof to make a mistake like regularly. So yeah. I just don't know well, what to make of it. So I think like Williams is really interesting because yeah he's so not nailed. He's definitely not nailed. But and this is we we've done this plenty of times in the past where we watch what's happening on the in the game and it's so evident that fat ass fuck Shaw has not put a 90 he's not capable of that he cannot do what Williams did against Burnley he doesn't have it in his fat body anymore and so when we see that we're like okay well when it's about time he gives him a serious run i mean he was played 3 games you know, a month or two ago, and you know he—it it was the good with the bad, right? I mean, he had some moments where he got caught out, but yeah. he's a bright, positive young player, and he has a yellow card in every single start. When your last clean sheet was game week five, what's happening? Like, what are you looking at? The left back is certainly not like the reason, but when you have a right back who might as well just self-destruct when he takes a step into the final third, he just can't play out there. And you have Fat Shaw who also is just offering no width or any, he's just so bad. You know, I, so I mean, that's one thing, but he's also 4 million. So I'm interested in that. I don't, I think it's too early, yeah. but at 4 million, like he's the kind of like enabler. If you're looking around and you need to find like 0.3 or 0.4, I feel like that's a thing. But with regards to the other defenders, I, there's just not enough goal threat for me with the prices that they're at and like the mid five or the low five point X. Not even McGuire. I mean, no. I mean, what he has no goals on the season. I, I know. mean, he's. I mean, he just gets his head on a lot of he, shit. He does and always has, and yet he's never put more than three goals in in a season, which right. is basically the bare minimum for a center back playing three thousand minutes. Yeah. That's fair. Getting going up for corners and every indirect set piece, like you accidentally score two or three if you play that many minutes. Period. Right. If you if you're in the box for everything, yeah, so like Tompkins scores like three every year. It's like, yeah. So I feel like that's the main problem to me is like they're not going like you say. I, I do agree with the kind of expecting an individual howler from any one of insert name here outside of one Basako who never makes howler in his life because he's so good <laughs> at playing defense, but. Yeah, I think that's well, an that's issue. why I brought up the pen. That was him that dove in like crazy with the pen. Oh, yeah, that's uh, I feel that was good. I forgot. That's true. That's yeah. true. That's true. 
But, but yeah, so I mean, that's basically the thing. I feel like, would you want? They also them over? have away Arsenal, home Norwich, away Liverpool. That's their next three. Yeah, so, I so mean, that's they not good. could. Yeah, that's not good. They could keep zero there. Maybe Nor- Norwich are pretty bad away. Maybe they could do that one, but yeah. But who, yeah. so who else do you like in that sort of like mid defense range? I mean, Leicester are still probably good. Yeah, I, I definitely think Leicester are good picks, you know, looking at their next four or five kind of in the near term or even a little yeah. bit longer than that. I mean, it's, it's, a, we've been talking about kind of their XG going up recently, right? And it kind of coincided with him starting to tinker with the team and, and I'm not tough sure, fixtures. Tougher fixtures. I'm not sure why he was not happy playing that four on four one with Iose, and I thought that those were just like really complete performances. Like yeah. they weren't like we're going to score four goals a game, but they were like we're going to win two nil. That's kind of what they look like with that team, and yeah. So I mean, if he goes back to that, just kind of back to basics, what worked for him, you know, for that spell where they were really putting up three points every game, I would like that. But yeah, I like them a lot. I mean, I guess it's also Sheffield United with the tough fixtures is is, a, is an issue, right? They still have really only one start in the next four. Yeah, I don't, I don't so want a piece of that. You don't, you don't want a piece of that. There was Any that bomb article that was shouting like the defensive changes that Mourinho made for Spurs and you know LOL this week they were fucking terrible with Foyth and then the freak on goal and stuff but you know freak, well, he also didn't play with the central defensive midfielder this week yeah it was so just all was fucked up and Foyth is just a complete moron he is just ridiculous but yeah I mean I still think that like <laughs> Aurier, like Toby, Vert are all decent like I still expect them who are also way underperforming what their their stats are saying or you know I still think they're like decent picks and you know Joma as we brought up last week I think he's going to be a really popular buy this week after should be you know yeah. another clean and two bones like he's just great he's just like a good season pick so well maybe not season but he's a good pick while the other two center backs are and he's also the kind of player who you could get at this bracket and have absolutely no concern with what the fixtures say. Yeah, that like you that's can huge. you yeah. can start them every week. I mean, yeah. it's pretty. I mean, Leicester they have City in game week twenty seven, but other than that, I mean, running till basically wild card. Like we're not going to game week thirty four is the next time they have a difficult fixture outside of City in game week twenty seven. I mean, that's yeah. a pretty long run too for them. You yep. could probably start them for a long time. So you know the Sawyer or uh, or Evans, but yep. I mean Sidibe also we've been talking about. Um, I mean, he went so he went back to right back, and Coleman didn't play. He's five three. He he looks good. Yeah, I mean, even at right back, he's still good. Like he still puts in a good ball, yeah. and I expect Everton to tighten up. And we just, I mean, we still just don't know where he's playing or yeah. if he's in the first choice because you could it tell could me be that. Coleman. Yeah, I mean, Coleman's fucking can't. Stay fit for his life. So, you know, you can tell me that he's going to be playing right back and maybe like Awobi comes back and then he's preferred to Sadibe. Like, I'm not sure. Right. Or even like Walker. Fio, I mean, yeah. He was fucking really bad against. I mean, he's always really bad, but we just don't, we just don't know. We have two games in. So I think there's a little bit of risk there. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah, I I do, same with Dean, like we mentioned before. I mean, he's just outside this bracket. He's 5'7, but I expect him to be first choice, but who really fucking knows? Yeah. I mean, Angelotti is. Yeah, it's it is. We don't know. We don't know. Yeah, yeah. I think those are some good names. Yeah, I think so. Um, we got two questions about wild card. Um, yeah. 
do it. Uh, now that we have a new wild card to use, when's the best time to pop it? And then Joven D said, for early wild carders, rank the best premium options. Um, you know, he's talking about Raz, Obscoon, Mo, Mane. What would you focus on, mids or forwards? So, um, um, well, maybe we could tackle the idea of like when to use it or what the meta is because I think it's a little bit inflexible or close-minded to throw out the idea that you can use your second wild card any other time than to maximize double game weeks. Um, that that's definitely I think like the hive culture of yeah. serious FPL players where like ever since they introduced these fucking stupid chips to like add more variance to the game as if we didn't have enough already that you know the, getting the bench boost like fifteen double game weekers or you know having whatever the fuck using it around game week thirty two or thirty one or thirty four like somewhere around that time is kind of what everyone tends to do but it doesn't make sense to me. The more that we keep playing, because if your team's fucking bad right now and you have like seven players who you want to get rid of, there are like twelve game weeks that happen between now and you know the first double game week. And if you don't have, you know, if you only have nine double game weekers instead of fourteen, you know, some of whom won't even play both games anyway for one game week in three months or four months from now. If you can't outpace those points over the next like ten, which is really kind of a rough estimation of how long your wild card should be felt on your team, then that doesn't seem like it adds up to me, right? What do you, What do you think? Yeah, Does that makes sense. Yeah, no, that makes it? sense. I, I'm totally fine with people wild carding now. I almost yeah, I want no to do it for myself to like reinvigorate my excitement and interest because it's just been such a dark season for me. So I have been thinking about it passively, but yeah, I mean, I, I'm fine with it. I mean, the reason. Everyone does the same thing is because everyone's just scared of like looking foolish. That's really all it is. And if you want to come somewhere where you are not scared to look foolish, oh my god, be yourself. I am captaining Benteke for fucking for the feels. So you are here. You're you're home. You're home. Yeah, that we are not. You know, that's where that. I mean, that's also is like. I mean, if you want the under one percenters in game week one, like that's kind of our little niche in this in this community. We're not gonna. We don't regurgitate kind of what everyone's, who everyone's bringing in, or you know, who are the best picks of the week. It's like, oh, I think it's going to be Mane or Mo in midfield. Like, oh, I think the best defender. You know, that's not what we do here. But yeah, yeah, I think that the. I was also looking at wild card as well. I mean, I, my defense is kind of fucked up, and you know, maybe I would make some some serious changes. But yeah, I think that it's something that serious FPL players should really, really, really look at a lot more seriously and, and consider because if you're unhappy with your team now and we have a lot, we're not going to have like markedly more data in 12 game weeks than we have right now. I mean, we, we pretty much know what's up with the teams when we're getting some manager sackings and things like that. But yeah, I think it's totally fine. I mean, it's a little iffy when there's a three day break. I mean, maybe like after next game week when there's like a ten day or right. If you want to pop early, it's probably safer to do it next week. Yeah. yeah, maybe just try and bandaid it for this one. But yeah, I think it's I think it's really good. So so in terms of players, do you do you have any kind of like first few names in? Or I mean, we kind we kind of did this last this week all the time. Yeah, but it's the same. A lot of the same people. I mean, it's Trent. It's Kev. It's, so what do you think about the triple Liverpool defense shout? Because we were talking about I, that a little bit. I yesterday. still like it. I mean, yeah. you know, obviously Mane gets an eleven pointer today, but if you had 
Trent Jomez Allison, that's a fucking, that's 20 points for, you know, what, 18 million? Yeah. It's like you're paying six million more than Mo or Mane, and you're getting twenty points. You're, yeah, that's like really good. Um, so I do, I do like it a lot, and it seems to me that the cleans are just back. I mean, they they look good. Four in a row. Yeah, four in a row, five in a row with the Salzburg game, and you know whatever Club World Cup final clean too. Like they've just been back to kind of how we expected them to be all season. Back to kind of how they looked last season. Jomez has been really good. Allison seems back to his best. Like it just seems good. So you know Fabinho will be back soon. That'll just bolster everything. So yeah, yeah. I mean I I like the triple a lot. I mean it's sort of this. I mean this is another thing we talked a lot about before game week one was you know. Granted, we had smaller budgets. We we were on a hundred million, but you know, is it a better value to go without right. one of the twelve and a half million player with Mo or whatever? Right. right. And, I think I a mean, big. Do, no, yeah. go for go it. Ahead. No, no, no. Go. No, I was just going to say, and I think a lot of, a big the big two reasons why we didn't do that and both started with Mo is that like a we were scared of the ownership with Mo, which I think is reasonable for game week one. You don't want to just get completely buried early on and have to like rejig your whole team to get someone in. And then B is it's really hard to figure out who the best captaincy options before game week one. Like we don't know we didn't know that Raz was gonna play like, you know, left midfielder and not be a forward anymore. Like we didn't know that Vardy was gonna score every week. We didn't know that Kev was gonna play farther forward and be a captaincy option. Like all these things that now we do know and you don't have to be captaining your Liverpool guys. I think that is another feather in the triple defense cap. Yeah. Yeah, I think that I mean like I mean this is for a wild card kind of discussion. Yeah, I think that's worth looking at as well. Yeah. That's Seem, good. Seems good. Um we got a question about Everton, but we kind of did that already. So then last question is Jeff D on Slack. FML FPL Cup. Who, what, where, when, why, how? Oh, it's it's close. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, so it might be game week twenty it's probably game week 22 or 23 when we're going to get it going. Yeah? I mean, yeah, right? Mid-Jan, that's usually what we do. How many game weeks do we do? So so basically, the FMLFBL Cup is to every, no matter what like level you're subscribed at on the Patreon thing, is everyone gets gets in there. And, you know, it's kind of like a World Cup style thing where we break every all the teams into groups of four and then we have like a three game week period where you play the other three teams in your group uh, two teams per group advance and then we usually have to throw some third place teams in to just make the numbers work but then we, we go into like a knockout tournament bracket like a huge bracket I think what did we do 128 last year or something it was like that? It was a lot it was huge. a lot I mean we had a lot of people in the cup but yeah so we're gonna have so anyone who's signed up to you know the fucking dollar level or whatever it is up to wherever um, you know, so then, and then we have from there outside of, out of the group. You know, we have like the four brackets, four regions, and um, you know, it's just something that's it's just a fun thing that you know kind of lasts for gives you something else to kind of look forward to. Or yeah, look that, at and that's the thing for me that makes it so fun is that by the time we're kind of doing it, everyone has a lot of the same players in the game, sort of like. You know, it doesn't get dull, but it, you lose a bit of interest when everyone has like the five of the same players in the same caps every week, and it's yeah. just fun, a fun thing to just like care about. 
Yeah. And the winner, what we get you a jersey, a personalized jersey or, you know, a stock one of any team in the world that you want, like whatever you want. And then we do, uh, what did we send? Like the mug, a mug and like the shirt and fucking coaster. <laughs> yeah. We, we got him the Chelsea kit that was FML. The back was FML, FPL cup. And I think it was number one kit. And so. that was to be clear. That was his choice. Yeah, we were like, yeah, do you yeah. want like a player that you could wear? He's like, no, that's what he wants. So whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll get you whatever kit you want. And then all the others kind of swag shit. But and, you know, you don't have to like do anything extra or anything to do it. We just, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, know, you just have to kind of put your name in the pool. But yeah, I guess maybe we'll, we'll get to talk about this off air a little bit more logistically. But yeah, maybe 22 or 23. Yeah. We'll set it up. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right, let's uh, go on. Okay. So, game week 21 incoming on New Year's Day. Dude, how the fuck am I supposed to wake up on New Year's Day at 7.30 in the morning for two matches? 7.30? My shit's at 4.30. Yeah, so but I'm like... Not, I'm not going to wake yeah, up. Just, it depends like <laughs> what's not. coursing through my blood at that point and like yeah. how hard I go on New Year's. But like I don't know. I might just miss all the matches. Yeah, I, I'm just... I do want to watch Neil, but I don't think I'm... I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I've I've been taking sleep deprivation by the spoonful over this pileup already, and it's not yeah. doing great for me. So I don't know what I'll yeah. do, but we'll see. But who do you like for uh, cat? Who are you on? Oh my god! I, hang on, let me see. What am I doing, dude? I'm not. I don't even have the page open. Hey, get the page going. Uh, a little page going. I got. I I didn't change anything, so it's still just like on Coon or whatever I yeah. had from the week before. I haven't. I just you know I was in the car, but um, I mean Vardy seems good. Yeah, he seems really good with the new daughter. <laughs> you know he's gonna do the cradle the baby celebration. Newcastle are fucking bad. Newcastle are bad. Newcastle didn't rotate really at all last game and. Leicester have normal rest since they played like one player. Johnny Evans. They, they rested. He might be players. tired. Yeah, Johnny Evans and the goalkeeper might be a little bit tired. So they're going to be all off a week break basically. So I think it, this is probably not the week to go off Vardy. Right? What is Steve Bruce's deal? Like, why is he such a creep when he speaks and he just whispers all the time? Can we just. Focus on that for a second. He's, he's got he looks a little, like a hard man. He's got a he's got a little pedophile thing going. Yeah, on. he looks like a proper hardo, and then you hear him speak, and it's like, oh, I'm watching Law and Order SVU now. All of a sudden, <laughs> <laughs> it's just Elliot Stabler just like baiting him yeah. to little boys on the sideline. Stabler, just like little boys. I don't know. It's just like, dude, what the hell? <laughs> he looks like a giant pimple. His whole head. Yeah. No, that's. Not wrong. Not wrong. Yeah, yeah know, Captain Bard seems good. But so this comes back though. Now that we're saying this, he's probably going to be up in like the seventy-five percent captainable kind of thing. Is this game More. theory swerve week? Yeah. I'm, what am I going to do? <laughs> I'm going to outsmart the the normies. Everyone. Yeah. Right. That's a fucking joke. <laughs> Confederacy of dunces, uh, like I'm gonna outsmart them. <laughs> because I mean, I'm looking like Mo doesn't seem good. I, I mean, Kuhn, home ever, and he just started. They're gonna have a few days. He's off a break, probably not good. Yeah, I, I don't think it's happening for me. I think I'm gonna probably still stay on Vardy and just not play with the captaincy this week, like everyone else. 
Yeah, I mean, even like, yeah, a lot of the teams that were bad are not that bad anymore. Like, I'm looking at my team. I have Jimenez away, Watford. That's not good anymore. Kane away, Southampton. That's not good anymore. There's not. Spurs are bad, so. Well, yeah, but also Southampton isn't that bad anymore. And yeah, I don't know. There's not, there's not that much else. Yeah, it seems like a nailed farty cap. Farty seems. I mean, people probably cap like Tammy. No. People will, though, and it'll probably work out. Who's No. People are going to cap I, Rashford away Arsenal, and it's also going to work out. It's going to be horrible. <laughs> I don't want to think about that. Yeah. I mean, Ings, home Spurs, like how many mistakes can like Aurier, Foyth, Jan, Toby, <laughs> to- Gaz Toby had Toby had a fucking Martin Kelly assist list. Yeah, game. and there's Gaz mistakes, Aurier mistakes, Dyer mistakes. Like there's a lot of... Potential ings and worldies in him, you know, just like back passes, etc. The Aurier on goal was pretty great. Oh, it was a fantastic moment. <laughs> was pretty, pretty Foyth was just pure perversity. Dude, he hasn't played all year. Like no, I know. It's year. just still like it's in his nature to just do like fucked up, really stupid shit, which I appreciate in a player. That's oh, you want your one opportunity when I'm resting like a first teamer? Why don't you just do all of the stupidest shit that you could possibly do? Uh, yeah, he was he was very bad. The Kaylee Spurs fan. Tweet was Juan Foyce precise weaknesses are the things that make you a non person to Jose Mourinho very quickly. <laughs> I feel bad for him, but also maybe don't make lots of mistakes leading to goals. It's just like And then the tweet before that was LOL that turn by Foyth a minute after his error trying to do too much in possession led to a goal. What an absolute lunatic. Like this guy is just the confidence of these players is like I will never feel that confident about anything as, as these guys feel about playing football. It's just crazy. A non-person. Yeah, just not that's, not good. That's, that's an indictment. <laughs> yeah, not good. All right. So yeah, Vardy. It's pretty. Yeah, it seems pretty, pretty Vardy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, transfers. What are you looking at? Do you know? Um, I guess like kind of thinking about saving. Um, okay. Seems like a good good week to save pile up and shit. It would mean I have ten men plus one <laughs> plus one point because I would have to start Rico, mm. which I don't like. But you don't love? No, I don't love. But I mean, realistically, I'm not going to be able to straight swap into like, fixing a problem. I would probably need a double switch. I was looking at, I was playing with a hit of of like Pereira and like Pointstrom to. Like Chilwell and and Jomez. don't you have you some know, money in the back or in bank or no? <laughs> well, I did. I did last week. I you had, had the massive like point one last week. Yeah, now I have point zero point zero. Oh, okay. Yeah, never mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like it would kind of keep me in that you know Leicester defense share, which I yeah still kind of like long term, especially since. I transferred Ricardo in, and he's gotten one, two, one, zero, zero points. I I would like the th- the thing with your plan field. means that you're transferring out Lundstrom before home West Ham. That's a problem. Yeah, that's a bad. Well, I, thing. I I mean, I could also just hold, you know, hold him and and get rid of Rico instead. You know. Yeah, but either way, it doesn't seem like this week you need to do anything. No. 
If I got rid of Rico, I couldn't afford Jomez, so that's an issue. Yeah, four Whatever. four. Anyway. You can't afford anyone. Yeah. It would. I mean, if I if I included the Ricardo to to chill well or whatever. Oh, uh, I see. There, yeah, but. yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah. So I mean, if it's either a hit to do two defenders and and afford my and and allow me to bench Rico or just sit tight and and have ten men with with an, with one point as well. Right. What is what this? You, lun- what, what is this lunchroom flag? I mean, is this real? <laughs> I don't know. I think he he failed a late fitness test. It said. So I don't know. Like what that means? I think it just gives FPL Towers an excuse to not let him price drop because he's because he missed a game. He was supposed to price drop, and oh, was he? And yeah, yeah. Like remember on last pod, like two days ago, I was like, he's at negative twenty nine thousand transfers. <laughs> now he's at negative forty thousand transfers out, and he's probably not going to price drop because it resets when he gets flagged. I think. So well, good, good job by them. Good job That's by them. Easy, ex- easy explanation. Well, yeah, I was thinking about Lundstrom to Jomez. I have point six in the bank. I can do that, but that would mean I'm keeping Gilbert, and I'm point one away from affording Gilbert to Jomez, which is really fucking annoying because I got some fucked on some price change at some point. Oh, that's um, very that's very annoying. Yeah, I mean that just that's the story of my season, story of my life. So. I mean, Gilbert isn't a starter, so that's a big problem. Yeah, but you never know. You could always sub on for 24 minutes and concede two goals instantly. I mean, Dean Smith, the naivety of Dean Smith is next level. <laughs> this guy just doesn't know what's happening. For some reason, everyone's talking about raging about like Pellegrini and shit. And Saturday. I'm not saying he deserved to keep his job. He didn't, but no one talks about Dean Smith. Absolutely yeah. no one. And yeah. they're, here they are, just they're plummeting from like 14th to 19th, zone. conceding three goals every single week. He's like, let Losing. me try playing seven attacking midfielders this week. Let's see how that goes. <laughs> Getting cleaned up a man. <laughs> yeah, let's just fucking lose 3-0 to Wadford up a man. And he's like, I'm really you're disappointed right. yeah, in my players. Right. It's like, well, everyone's disappointed in you, bro. <laughs> yeah, you're right. That's You're right. You're not wrong. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe I'll just wildcard. We'll see. Yeah, I I don't. I mean, just looking at your team. I mean, what are you switching? You're probably not going to keep Kane. I'm. Yeah. I mean, I don't think I would even keep like VVD. You would go Jomez Trent. Yeah, Jomez Trent. You would keep potential triple Liverpool. Yeah. Yeah. I would at least just. Put a bandaid on for this week and give yourself the ten days to regroup and yeah, probably. I don't know. If I just I just feel it. so bad today. Now I know. I know. <laughs> but maybe maybe I'll talk myself into some stupid ass fucking move that'll be really bad. And but you know, like the the talking myself into it part is is like a little bit of a high, and then, so I just ride the high into the darkness. That's that's my like cycle of FPL. Is yeah. convince no, myself of something and get excited about it, and then watch it crash and burn, and then talk about it on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good cycle. It's really healthy. Men- mental health. When's oh, National Mental Health Day or something? I don't know. Need bro. That. I'm, I'm sorry, bro. That's okay. Oh my god. I'm just stunned. Like, yeah, that is the the cycle has been identified. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, at least I'm, I'm aware of that. The, being aware of it's the first step, right? Once the fun yeah, stops, I mean, stops. So, yeah, here we go. Not stopping. I mean, I'm just, I'm just happy right now that we're winding down, and I'm not like staring at the door, wondering if my wife's gonna yell at me because I know, because <laughs> I know that I have like, all the time in the world. It was five fifteen. I said we're gonna leave. You're like, oh, okay, dude, I gotta go. <laughs> that was the end of last pod. It was great. Yeah, I mean, we had to. I had to. This solo pod was really stressful at the end, though. I panicked. Yeah. I- I did not listen back. Dude, I, should I? Yeah, you should listen to the last like five minutes or something. All right, all right, I'll, I'll get in there. Um, I mean, the ex, the ex, like getting in trouble with spouse was very high for me from the last <laughs> part. Like very high. She was not happy. She was, and I was not just happy. Like, yeah, I was like, dude, like I don't know. I yeah. wasn't looking. I had. I texted her an apology. She I don't was. Know, she loved it. Yeah, it was great. All was forgiven. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let me slap the asses of our three final signups of 2019. It's been a great year. Thank you so much to everyone and all our signups. I'll slap. I slap all of your asses when I fall asleep every night. It's like counting sheep. I just see asses. Slap, 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 slap. So we got Jason Hopkins, Craig Ball, and PBO Lad, which I don't know what the fuck that is, but I Googled it. PBO lad, it gave me flights from Paraburdu, Australia, PBO, to Luanda, Angola, LAD lad. So maybe this guy's just, uh, <laughs> he's a pilot. He's just making that flight daily. I don't know. Yeah, who's to say? Who is we'll to find, say? We'll find out in Slack. Yeah, we'll probably find out when he comes in and it's like, no, it's pronounced Puvalad, you fucking idiot. I'm like, okay. <laughs> um. Any final 2019 words? No, I mean, you know, life's great. Yeah. See you next year, bro. See you next year, dude. See you Mm -hmm. next year, everybody. Thanks for listening. Yeah, yeah. Check us out at fmlfpl.com. Follow us on Twitter at fmlfpl. Support us at patreon.com slash fmlfpl. Subscribe, rate, review, and check.